Hey, family. Thanks for tuning in to Galaxy Vibes. In this episode, we're going to go over what a narcissist is. There are many different types of narcissists, but ultimately, the treatment is still the same for each type. So I'm going to warn you all that this is a possible trigger for some people. And if you're sensitive to this subject, please proceed with caution. And if you're new here, welcome, my people. And if you're returning, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, loves. And my intention is to help and not to harm. So now let's take a look at the different narcissistic types. In this episode, we're going to talk about the covert narcissist. In order to heal or to move forward from dealing with a narcissist, you first have to understand or to have clarity on what a narcissist is and what are the different behaviors. So, as promised, in this episode, we are going to talk about the covert. And this is something that I have personally dealt with. And some of you may have dealt with this as well. Okay, so let's look at what narcissism is. And I'm just going to let you know that it is a mental illness. So with a narcissist... They tend to think and speak only of themselves and very often (laughs) about their personal appearance, talents, or achievements. And it's often exaggerated and it's not necessarily accurate all the time. And this is not an accurate reflection of their lives. These people have little regard for those around them, rarely if ever. They hardly ever ask about other people's thoughts or feelings. And this is because they lack empathy. It causes them to not be able to recognize the needs or feelings of others. And they can care less about anything you have to say, especially if it doesn't involve them. How many of us know people like this? It's more common than you think. Um... Like I said, they can care less about anything you have to say. So they'll turn the conversation or situation around on them every single time. And people with narcissism, who are narcissists, they tend to be filled with elaborate fantasies about their success, their intelligence, the power that they possess, their beauty, and so on and so forth. And these fantasies are a way for them to fend off any emptiness that they may feel. They want to feel special and in control. So they avoid any type of feelings of defectiveness and insignificance. And because they're rarely rooted in reality, it can lead to immense frustration and anger when the visions aren't achieved. So if what they're trying to fantasize to you or portray to you, if it does not come to life in your eyes, even in their eyes, 
they're highly irritated and frustrated. Even though it's not your fault. People who are narcissistic, they feel entitled. They expect others to offer them special favors and fulfill their every request without question. And if they don't get it, they become very angry or impatient. They believe people exist only to fulfill their needs. And their rage can be compared to that of a toddler having a temper tantrum. Trust me, I've seen it. It is exactly compared to a toddler having a temper tantrum or a small child. They hate not being the center of someone's world. People with narcissistic tendencies often take advantage of others. And people are even attracted to the narcissist because they find them attractive, charismatic, and exciting. This allows the people that are narcissists to get people to do whatever they want. But in some cases, when the narcissist uh, needs aren't being met, they have absolutely no problem taking advantage of others with little to no regard for their feelings or interests. As a result of this, narcissists often have a very tumultuous friendship or relationships with people. And sometimes they're very short-lived. Narcissists believe they're superior. They have a grandiose sense of self-importance. And in order to maintain those feelings of superiority, they will belittle others by focusing on their flaws, whether the flaws are real or not. Meaning they will make up flaws if they have to. They will say stuff about you that's not even true. They might say that you are racist you don't even have to be racist but just because they know that it get under your skin they will call you a racist and they will try to make you believe that you are a racist even though you know you're not a racist just an example they do this just to hide their own shortcomings and to preserve their own self-image narcissists require constant praise this is because people with narcissism are highly insecure so do not feel bad they are insecure don't let it fool you and they have a very fragile self-esteem so to keep them from feeling horrible they need others to pump their egos up even when they don't have the achievements to warrant it they still want to be recognized as superior to all and because they're so sensitive to their sense of self they're highly reactive to criticism if you criticize a narcissist, they will explode. And this, if there's any light brought to the deepest insecurity or flaws, they go into narcissistic rage. And it is craziness. And by doing this, they try to divert the person in another direction. So now that we've got some of the basics out of the way of what a narcissist is, Let's look at what a covert narcissist is. And this is a narcissist that's more vulnerable, or the, at least they want you to believe they are. This form of narcissism is less obvious to others. This is someone who craves admiration and importance, as well as they lack empathy towards others, but can act in a different way 
than an overt narcissist. So this person is more subtle with it. You, They're not just, you know, overt narcissists are just, you know, they're, you know. But these, the covert is undercover. So we're going to look at the word covert as undercover. Because you would have no idea at first that this person is a narcissist. Because they would paint this beautiful picture for you. And you will really believe that they are really a genuine person. But they are definitely a wolf in sheep's clothing. When dealing with the narcissist, it does not have to just be a relationship with a partner. It could be a family member, a friend, a co-worker, a boss, a neighbor, just anyone. It does not matter. And the victim that they choose, it does not matter. It, it could be their child. It can be their loved one. It could be anyone. So don't feel like, you know, don't feel bad if a narcissist chooses you. Like, why me? It doesn't matter who you are. They will attack you, basically. Whether it's verbally, physically, emotionally, mentally, it does not matter. They have no empathy whatsoever they will pretend but it's not real so let's look at some of the ways that a relationship looks like dealing with a covert narcissist so in the beginning it feels really good with them they show you that they need you in their lives to offer them unconditional love and support. However, because they're basically incapable of offering the same gift to you, the relationship can feel lonely and one-sided. Deep down, they're not happy and are full of shame and feel inferior. They lack empathy, so it's hard for them to form strong bonds with people. And this is vital for them to, to form those strong bonds because once they form a bond with you or once you think you're forming a bond with them, they know that it's easy to manipulate you. But with the covert narcissist, their emotions are very paramount, but their victim, their victim's needs and feelings are up for debate. Everything is a competition with them. Nothing that happens to you even comes close to what they've been through. So if you know somebody that say you say, oh my gosh, my dog got ran over by a truck today. I'm so hurt about this. They'll say, oh, you think you're going through something? <laughs> when I was a kid, three of my puppies got, got shot in a drive-by shooting in the hood you get what I'm trying to say like it's always a one-up with them it's never oh I'm so sorry to hear that about your dog or blah 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 and sometimes people might have empathy and share a story that you know that they might have but they don't try to put it over the top to top your bad story or it could be something good you could say oh I got a raise today at work it was only 50 cents but it was still a raise they'll say oh it's funny, I got a raise too last week. But my raise wasn't fifty cents. It was three dollars and fifty cents. So 
So yeah, I guess I'm more superior than you. <laughs> and they will never apologize sincerely. And if they do apologize, it's an act of manipulation to get you back in line. So their way of apologizing might be getting you something that they know you might like. So instead of apologizing, they might go get you something to eat. If you like to eat, they might go get you some food. And they won't even want to talk about the situation or smooth the situation over. They just go get you some food and give it to you and expect you to be okay with it. And it's like nothing ever happened. It's it's the most frustrating thing ever. And they will try to exploit others without guilt or shame. They will not care. They will put your business out there. They'll wait till they have an audience to do it. And they will exploit your every move. They will exploit everything about you in front of everyone trying to embarrass you to the utmost degree. And they will not care. They will frequently demean, intimidate, or bully or belittle someone. They don't care. Your needs won't be fulfilled or even recognized at all. They won't. And if they do, it's just to manipulate you. Trust me. They're preoccupied with their fantasies about success, power, intelligence, or beauty, or the perfect mate. They expect to be recognized, like I said, as superior. There is nothing that you can say or do to convince them that they are not superior. Like, they believe that they're at the top. And there's nothing wrong with feeling like you are somebody. But they feel like nobody, everybody is beneath them. There's nobody, nobody at all on their level. And there's nothing you can do to convince them otherwise. Nothing. And like I said, they live in the fantasy land. La la land. When dealing with the narcissist, you may experience the following emotions. And they are very complex. And they are justified. And it is not your fault. Because narcissists are very tricky people. Some of them are just outright, which is the overt. They're outright. They, You can see it. But some of them are very subtle, and they know what they're doing. They've been doing it for a while, and some of them have figured out ways to rope you in. Trust me. But some of the things you might experience is grief, shock, anger, sadness or depression, anxiety, fear, paranoia, and shame. The trauma of a toxic relationship with a narcissist can also leave you with PTSD. Toxic people can cause a lot of pain, and they can also get you to believe in their reality. While you may have deep emotional wounds, you may still question your own actions. Your love for them can convince you that it's your fault that they manipulated you or mistreated you. But believe me, like I said, it is not your fault. Do not take on the blame for someone else's actions. 
But what you can do is once you realize the thing that you're dealing with or the person that you're dealing with, you can make a choice to get some help to walk away and heal, okay? It's never too late to do that. You can deal with a narcissist your whole entire life. It could be your family member. It could be your mother or father or cousin, whoever. And you can you can deal with that narcissist for 20 years and you feel like, well, I'm just stuck in this, this cycle with this person. Like, what can I do? I can't abandon my family. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can do it. And sometimes... A narcissist can make you feel like there's no hope. There's no way out. You can feel like, how can I stop this person? What can I do? There are ways to disarm a narcissist. There are ways to heal from dealing with a narcissist. And we are definitely going to go over all those things because it's very important. That you know exactly what you're dealing with. I was going to save the other forms of narcissism for another episode. But I'm going to go ahead and go over what the other forms are. Just so you know. And then the next episode that I'm going to do. We're going to break down ways to disarm this narcissist. And ways to heal and move forward. So we have the overt, overt narcissist. This is somebody who's loud, who's arrogant. It's an insensitive person. They're insensitive to the needs of others. And they're always super, super, super thirsty for compliments. Their behaviors can be easily observed by others. And they tend to show up as Super big in the room. This is somebody who's really after those compliments. They're really after attention. It does not matter how they get the attention. They want the spotlight. And I know everybody here knows somebody who always wants the spotlight. They don't care where they are. It could be your birthday. They want the spotlight. They don't care about that. Your birthday. (laughs) no sweetie it's their show (laughs) they expect you to sit back and 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 watch them work instead of letting you shine and that you have your time they want it for themselves they're going to compete with you it does not matter your threats don't matter like they know what they're doing they just do not care So now we have the high functioning exhibitionist. This narcissist appears to be outwardly successful and generally maintain their egos um, with stability. But they still maintain an essential narcissistic personality structure. They have issues with entitlement and self-centeredness. They may lead to interpersonal issues and unempathetic behaviors so this person is like a mixture of both 
but not as extreme as an overt and not as undercover as a covert. So this is like somebody who's just like straddling the fence. They might have the tendencies, but they're not like full blown narcissists. They it's like they sometimes you like, mm, you might be a narcissist, honey. But then you second guess yourself like, but I don't know, maybe they're just, you know, having an off day or something like that. But trust me, if you see the signs, believe it. These type of people, you can tell them your grandmother passed away. And they'll just switch the subject up like, you could be like, oh man, my grandmother passed. I'm so sad. And they're like, um, anyway, so did you see my brand new car I just got outside? Did you, did you see my brand new car? It's sweet, ain't it? Did you see the rims? <laughs> did you see my rims, though? Okay. And you just like, um, did you not hear what I just said? I just said my grandmother passed away. And they will ignore, like, oh, okay, what you, what you want me to do about it? They might say that or they might give you that impression. They don't care. You could be talking about, you could be pouring your heart out. You could be telling them. You know, what's really going on inside of you? And they just sit there and look at you like, mm. Or they just get up and start doing something else. You, you, you're like, really? But they want you to sit there and listen to everything they have to say. If they want to tell you their cat died, which ain't got nothing to do with you, they want you to listen to every word of that, that story about their cat dying. And they expect you to be as equally hurt as they are. And if you're not, it irritates them because they have to be the center of everything. They have to run the show and they will do everything they can to make you suck you in, to make you feel like they really care about you and you will really feel this way, but they don't. And like I said before, they will not apologize to you. You can let them know, hey, you can cry a river of tears. You can be so hurt and drained and tell them, hey, I'm hurting. You hurt me. They won't apologize to you. And if they do, it's a sorry, a sorry apology. It's not even, and you can tell it's not real, but you want to believe it so bad. You do because you generally think that you like this person and you really think that they like you or love you when they really don't at all. They can care less. It's about what they can get from you and not what they can give to you. There is no equal give and take at all. You might think it is, or at the beginning they might. And they do a lot of gaslighting. And this is where they will set you up to get upset. They will pick at you or they'll they'll go below the belt. And then they'll turn around and wait till you get upset. And act like they didn't do anything to get you there. Like, why are you so mad? Like, you still mad? <laughs> Look at you acting crazy. Look at you. It's like, are you kidding me? You just sat here and started this whole argument with me. Now you're trying to act like you're okay. And then they'll turn around and try to love bomb you. They'll love bomb you. They will. They'll come back. And as if nothing ever happened. Oh, yeah. 
oh, you're great, you're amazing, you're this, you're that. Oh, yeah, you know I love you. You know I do. I love you, honey. Yeah. I love you, you child, or I love you, friend. They don't, they don't love you. They don't. They, they really don't. At all. I felt this before. I felt like I was really loved, but I really wasn't. Not at, even a little bit. <laughs> if they don't get what they want, also, they do not mind spreading lies about you. They do not mind at all. They will go to any and everybody that you know, even people you don't know, and lie on you. They will spread all kinds of rumors about you. They'll have people mad at you, people upset with you, people riding for them, not knowing that it's not even true. They will do this to you. They have no problems doing this. They have no problems causing a scene, waiting for an audience. To just show out. They don't some of some of the narcissists you have to be careful with because they're not just mentally abusive or verbally abusive. They are physically abusive. They will snap on you in the in the drop of a dime. You won't even be expecting it. And it comes on gradually. But next thing you know, you're fighting. You're fighting. Or you're getting beat up. Like if you cannot fight, you're going to get, they don't care. And nobody should have to go through that. Nobody should have to go through somebody putting, just putting their hands on them because they're upset. That's craziness. I used to think, oh, okay, yeah, you want to, you want to go toe to toe? Let's go. You want to fight? We can do that. But when it's toxic like that, sometimes there is no boundaries there's no filter there's no boundaries anything can happen to you you can lose your life at the drop of a dime and you better believe that these people will not have any empathy or sympathy for you they will not care they won't they can cry at your funeral and people will really think that they're they're they have sympathy or they really care it but they really didn't it's all about a show it's all a stage but deep down, they're the ones that's insecure. So when you look at it, don't feel bad. Don't feel like you're a horrible person. When they come at you with the with the picking and the name calling and the verbal abuse, the mental abuse, there's nothing wrong with you. It's something that's sick within them. They don't like who they are. So they try to project that onto you. So you won't like yourself. So by you not liking yourself, that lifts their ego up above you, superior to you. When really, they are way at the bottom. But they don't want you or anybody else to know that because it would knock them off their high horse. And who wants to deal with somebody like that all the time? Who wants to deal with that type of abuse? Because mental abuse is still abuse. And that's one of the hardest things to get over is mental abuse. Okay? So, now that we've unmasked and uncovered what this narcissist thing is, 
because sometimes it can be very confusing on what a narcissist is because it's so close to people that are just sad or just, you know, have trauma. And most times narcissists do, um, their narcissism forms from trauma. It stems from childhood. Some of them are not born that way. They are not. It stems from some type of traumatic event that happened in their lives when they were small children and they carry that all the way up into adulthood. So please, parents, be careful. Grandparents, whoever, be careful how you treat your children. If you overly smother them, you will create a narcissist. If you give them too much freedom and leeway and you put them up on this super high pedestal like nobody else in the world matters but them, you are creating a narcissist. You are aiding and abetting in, in, in narcissist behavior. And when they get older, that mess ain't going to be so cute. No. So please don't. Have a healthy balance with your children. So you won't be creating monsters that's out here terrorizing not only you, but everybody around them and the most high forbid they have children. Narcissists don't care about their children, their children's well-being, their mental state. They don't care about that. They have no empathy for anyone. Believe me, not a child or an elderly person or a loved one. It does not matter. No matter what you do for them, no matter how much you tell them that you love them, they won't care. They just want to hear that praise. That's it. That's it. Just to turn it all around on you in the end. So like I said, we've gone over what a narcissist is. We looked at the different types, the covert, the over, and the exhibitionist. So what we're going to do next in this next episode, we're going to look at ways to disarm this narcissist how to set healthy boundaries and to get the healing that we need to move forward and to spot these things in the future so we can go the other way. (laughs) We're going to go the other way. We're not even going to engage with these people because that gives them way more power than they should have over our own minds, over our own hearts and emotions and feelings. And it's a dangerous thing to deal with. And it's a dangerous cycle to continue. Okay? So, I really appreciate you guys stopping by today to take a listen at what I have to say and for vibing with me. I really, really do want to help someone get out of the situation that they're in so if you have any questions or concerns or you just have something that you want to add to the situation feel free to message me on here or you can also go on Facebook and look for Sabrina Smith and you can message me on Facebook or Instagram Queen Brina CEO and I will be very happy to help if you have any topics that you want to that you want me to go over, you want me to discuss, let me know. I got you. We will do this. Like I said, we in this together. And everything that I talk about is something that I personally have been through myself. So I'm not just out here just talking to be talking. 
it's something that I had to go through myself, okay? So, yes, I've had to heal from this. And I and it's not just one little thing you heal from. It's something that you have to every day, you have to heal from every day. You have to keep it going to keep you from going backwards, okay? So, as always, may you vibe higher than the galaxy, dripping in love and light. Let's get it. Let's go. Namaste, family. See you next time.